Good day, my Christian warrior women. It is Good Friday. It is good for so many reasons. But the the main reason is Jesus and his sacrifice and his love for us. And it is pouring rain. We've had tornado watch. We've had rain all day. And anyone who knows me knows I love kind of storms and rain and just that breeze and just the the heavy downpour. It just reminds me of just heaven blessing everything upon the earth. So for me, I don't necessarily like walking in it unless I know I don't have to go anywhere the rest of the day. But I love, love, love the the wind and the, the blowing and the rain. So I pray that if you guys are in a rainy place that the rain is representing the blessings of heaven that are going to just flood your life and bless you and your children and your family on this Friday. But I want to talk about love and I want to talk about relationship and I want to, you know, want you to reflect on how you love. I want to open in scripture Uh, with Isaiah 53, 5, that actually it makes it clear that this, that speaking of physical healing, many of you, whether it's healing in your body, healing in your finances, healing for your children, healing for you to meet your husband, or just healing of past pain and hurt from heartbreak. I want you to read Isaiah 53, 5. And Isaiah said, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Many women believe that due to prior experiences or things that they have done in their past, that they're wounded, they're, you know, God has given up on them or should give up on them. And They live in so much severe self-judgment and condemnation that they don't know that everything they've done or been through that the Lord has already healed them of, even physical sickness, that we have to raise our faith, faith to a different level, our thinking to a different level, and we have to shift. Sometimes I hear people talk about what God needs to do. God, Jesus already did it at the cross. God already sacrificed and gave his only begotten son for whosoever believes in him shall not perish. So the onus is on you to believe, not on Jesus come through. He doesn't need to go back to the cross. He already went. He already sacrificed. He already shed blood. He already took the stripes and was wounded and pierced for you to walk in freedom, for you to walk in peace for you to walk in financial breakthrough. We have to make the decision to trust and to live in a relationship with God. And let's talk about relationships because I want you to think about today in your journal to write what you would consider a healthy relationship with another person. Then I want you to ask yourself if you were evaluating based on your judgment of what a healthy relationship looks like. 
Would you say your relationship with Jesus is a healthy relationship? Jesus is mediating on your behalf on the throne. And when we talk about sacrificial love, how much time does he get in your life? How much time does he get in your day? And I'm asking you this because, not because, oh, I, I'm the master of, of ma- managing my time with the Lord. I, I have to correct myself regularly with work and with family and, and things that keep you busy. And I have to check myself sometimes and say, gosh, did I give myself time with the Lord um, today? Do I, you know, we have a lot of challenges and things we go through on a day-to-day basis, but who are we giving our time to? And if I was, if you were in a relationship, think of yourself this way. If you were in a relationship with a man, the way you are in a relationship with Jesus, how healthy would that relationship be? Because I can promise you, if Mr. Wright walks through the door tomorrow, whatever you're doing today, you would figure out how to make time in your life for him. And so I want you to think about where you invest your time. We talk about time management. We're talking about the creator of the heavens and the earth, the our savior who covers us each and every day, who goes before us, who already knows where we're headed. Do we not think that we need to spend our time with him so that we can hear him better and read the word to know him better? In a relationship, what do you do when it first starts? You you spend your days and nights on the phone and lean in tight because you want to hear every um, ounce of what they're sharing and you're trying to figure out who they are and what they believe and how they fit with your future and all of that good stuff. And I used to do that all the time in relationships. And when I really started digging deep in my relationship with the Lord, I realized I went, I had to start going there with him as well. And when I went into that deeper place, with the Lord and giving my time and and reading the word and and feeling him fill me up, things in my life started shifting. Favor started shifting. Things that I thought were tough or financially stressful, all of a sudden a way was being made. So what I'm trying to to get to is I don't shouldn't have to convince you that Jesus needs your time. But your life needs the time with Jesus. Your future needs the time with Jesus. So he's not standing begging you to come. He has his kingdom. He has his glory. He has a place prepared for those who choose to say, I humble myself before you, Father. Imagine Jesus came to earth and humbled himself to be flesh and blood, to be a regular guy without sin, right? Imagine that you are a superpower and you lower yourself to be like who you created. You walk among them. You let them chastise you. You let them spit in your face. You let them pierce you. You let them nail you to a cross. You let them bleed you. And you never 
utter a word. You allow yourself to be that sacrificial lamb. And you love them enough in that pain to do it. So I ask you, who in your life today has hurt you, has uh, maybe abused you, maybe has spit in your face, or has left you and, and didn't provide the kind of support that they should have? And you may not even be speaking to them today, and you may be holding a grudge. Today is the day to think about why we call ourselves Christians, because our life is supposed to reflect Christ-like behavior, Christ-like thoughts, Christ-like actions. And is it Christ-like to hold something against someone, even when you know that they were wrong, they were guilty, they did it? This is about you setting yourself free. The Lord already did what he has to do to bring healing to your life and in your mind. Now it's time for you to let things go. For you to say that I have to love enough my fellow man, my brother, my sister, my enemies, that I can't let them hold me back from the blessings that Jesus laid his life down for me to receive and to have. And so I want you to think about love, that we are to love one another, and that love is no different against our enemy or against our foes or against those who may abuse us or mistreat us. But we have to know that that is the past, and our future needs to be focused on what God has called us to. So on this day, on this glorious day of when Jesus stated that he would make the sacrifice, that he would go, he would come and be among men. I want you to say, I can, if he can, I can follow and try to live in a Christ-like manner. Because if you look at Romans 5, 8, it says, But God shows his love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So if we look at Romans 12, 1, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship. I want you to think of every day as you live, how you present yourself to the world, how you live, how you act. That is worshiping God. Not checking in on church on Sunday and saying a couple of amens and tithing. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice, that we have struggle, but we maintain our holiness before God. So this weekend, although today is a day we acknowledge that salvation is for everyone, this weekend is a time to reflect, to think of what we can do to make the world a better place by ourselves being a better person and reflecting the light of the Lord. 
So I pray that this time with your family, that you're blessed, that you have fun, that you celebrate being alive and to know that God has kept safety around your family and loved ones. But today, pray for your breakthrough. Pray for the stripes that can set you free. Enjoy your day. Enjoy this weekend and be blessed. And remember, Jesus loves you. So remember, you've got to love the world. Amen.